gave you my page number. Can you do the intro for me? <laughs> I don't remember any alphanumerics, so can you send the alphabet too? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This hey, is Bolo. Hey, this is Bugs. And this is the I and I podcast. How's everybody doing? I hope you've had fun this week. Um, it's finally Sunday. Yes. Um, I hope you got everything done this weekend that you were planning on getting done this weekend. Because guess what? It's Monday now. When you're listening to this, it's Monday. Happy um, Monday. Happy Monday. I hope you had a nice, <laughs> relaxing drive to work. Um, I hope nobody cut you off on the freeway. And I hope that um, they got your order right at Starbucks because they never get my order right at Starbucks. <laughs> and your name. Yeah, and their name. You know, don't go in there and be like, what's your name? Cindy. All right, Craig, here's your coffee. Um, <laughs> I usually... Craig is... Craig is... If you ever, ever want to get a name... If you ever want to call me a name other than my name, call me Craig. I don't know why. It's just funny. Then they asked me my name at, at Starbucks. They're like, what's your name? Craig. Craig. Yeah. Craig. You got to say it like that, too. <laughs> just like that. Craig. Um, I hope you made it to work okay. And, you know, the guy that works in the mailroom didn't hit on you too hard. I hope he wasn't too creepy at the beginning of the week. Um, I hope your day goes nice. And thanks for listening to us so early in the morning. And, Starting your week with us. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, thank you. So we got a couple of things that we want to talk about from this last weekend and this last week. Yeah, we did the podcast on Wednesday, um, and that was fun. But, you know, we want to talk about some other things that's happened in between then. Yeah. Um, I think we want to get it out of the way mm-hmm. right in the beginning. That Charger game was horrible. Oh, my God. It was so bad. All you right. Know, <laughs> All right. Raider fans, you're, fuck. All right, go ahead. You, yes, you got us you, this time. You got us. We, we can't, there's nothing that we can say <clears throat> that you, you beat us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was a fluke no, or. No, no excuses. No, no, no excuses. I didn't even know the first touchdown happened and I didn't even know what happened. <laughs> I went to the bathroom, I came back and I was like, hey, 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 we're losing already. Yeah. And it was just downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, half of our team was injured, but I don't even want to blame it on that. Oh, I don't even want to, man. It was just it's the Raiders. Man. It was the it, you know, it's this is a game. These are there's two games every year that I look forward to winning, no matter what, and both of them happen to be when we're playing the Raiders. Yes, and it didn't happen this week. Um, I don't even know. I'm 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 sad. It, yeah, I have no words. Yeah, I have no, literally no so, words. So, to all the people that I said that the Raiders sucked to this week, Abraham, Michael, <laughs> even my brother, my younger brother. I'm sorry. You know, it was funny. When I was on Facebook, I saw people posting about, go Raiders, whatever. And I was like, I didn't even know you were a Raider fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, all of a sudden, it's silver and black, all this. I know. Like, hey. Wow. Yeah. That's, well, that's, they, you know, they, weird. This, is, this is their Super Bowl. Yeah. If I want to start talking, let yeah. me start talking shit a little bit. <laughs> This is their Super Bowl. They beat us. Yes, it's great. Now, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! You're still three and three. I mean, let's not let's not get too crazy. Let's not, you know, don't hang don't hang up the flags yet. Yeah. I mean, you still got still got a lot of games to go, there, buddy. You know, but if we play if we play like we played today, we got a lot of games yeah. to go to. Yeah. It was. I mean, in the second quarter, I was just sitting there like, man. I don't know what, I don't even know what we can do. I was, I was happy, I was happy when they punted for the first time. You know how sad that is? When they punted, I was like, oh, 
the kicker gets to do something. The black punter. Didn't even know they had black dudes that kicked the ball. <laughs> that was amazing. He's actually came out. He, and I bet he was sitting on the bench like, oh, I get to play today? Oh, man, this is amazing. Yeah, man. It was... It was oh, damn it. I don't know. I mean, our drives, our drives lasted forty-five seconds. I was maybe like, a minute. You guys need to fucking cheat or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Try. Do something. And you know, this was the biggest. This was the biggest, uh, biggest thing that Eric balls, that you know? Eric Weddle can point back at and be like, "See, I didn't play today, and y'all got stomped. You better pay that man. I'm telling you, you better pay him and then give it extra for his beard. Yeah, his beard better get a cut of that pay too. Yeah. So it was. I don't know. I can't. I can't even say words to describe the feeling that I felt, but needless to say, it was bad. I don't. I hope we have. I don't even know when our bye week is. It's that sad that I'm. This I is, this is our bye week right now. Well, we yeah, we just, played like we it was our bye played week. Through the, our bye <laughs> we week. played like it was. We we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, oh, we're playing today. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot. I oh, I had pads week. on for a reason. <laughs> I mean, there was there was times where Keenan Allen was out there, and he was like, I I don't even know I'm out here. <laughs> I'm open. You're just not going to throw it to me, Philip. What's going on, Philip? So pay Eric Weddle his money. He deserves it. Yes. Um, oh, man. Heartbreaking. Yeah. But oh, well. There's always next week. We'll get there. Who are we playing next week? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. But whoever it is, I'm sure they probably have a better record than the the Raiders did this week, and I'm 100% positive that they have a better record than we do. So <laughs> yeah. whoever we're playing next week is going to be tough if we continue to play like we did today. But, you know, again, not an excuse. Um, Are you going to any games? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go to the, to the Chicago game, the Bears game, on the next Monday night game, next oh, home really? game they have. We play nice. Baltimore next we play have Baltimore, the Ravens, and then we have Chicago, and then we have our bye. So we still have two oh, more, two full weeks of football for us, San Diego Chargers, before we get to our bye week. But I hope everybody goes home and takes a bubble bath <laughs> with some Epsom salts, heals all their wounds so we can come <laughs> back strong and do something, because I don't know what's going to happen, man. This is, ugh, this hurts my heart. It hurts my heart to see it. I'm going to the Kansas City. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like towards the end of November, I think. I think so. Let me see. I have I have the schedule right here. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's actually on. Um, but after, November twenty second. After today's game, I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's the first game. That's the first game after the bye. So I'm oh. hoping that you yeah. get to at least see a full yeah. San Diego team that actually looks like a San Diego team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, we'll figure it out. But anyway, okay. now that that's over, we've cleansed. <sighs> we've yes. cleansed. Good game today, Raiders. You know yeah. they. You guys played a football game when we yeah. played. I don't know what we were playing. <laughs> playing capture the flag out there or something. I don't know. I think I think the Raiders came to play tackle football and we came to play like two hand touch. <laughs> we just didn't know what we were doing out there. Everybody, they would score a touchdown and then all the, the secondary would look at each other like, I thought that was your guy. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought he was yours. I thought I thought you were supposed to stick him. So it was bad. But. All right. So yeah, but anyway, now that that's gone and that's out of the way, yes. um, we on Wednesday we touched, uh, we talked about the Star Wars trailer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. What, what the deal was, and, and we're still loved. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; I think I've watched it. 
I can't even count how many times <laughs> I've watched it since uh, since it came out on Monday because it was on Monday Night Football. A good seg- segues. <laughs> Hashtag segues. podcast. I've done this before. Um, so when the trailer when the trailer released on Monday after Monday Night on Monday Night Football, they played it at halftime. Mm-hmm. After that, they started selling tickets, pre-release tickets. Yeah. I want you to guess how much money they made off of pre-release tickets from Monday until Friday. A jillion. Pretty close guess. It's a pretty close guess. Yeah. They on pre just on pre-sale tickets. Just pre that's all that that's even, that they've been doing. Six point five million dollars <laughs> <laughs> on pre-sale tickets. Now to put that in kind of perspective, um, the Steve Jobs movie, the new one uh-huh. with Michael Fassbender came out yeah. this last weekend. It made six point seven million, and it was showing. <laughs> like people could go and watch it in movie theaters. It made six point seven million, and Star Wars made six point five just on selling tickets off of trailers. On, uh, yeah, off one, off three. Tra- what is it? Three trailers. Three trailers. Three trailers. <laughs> they made almost seven million dollars. So, you know, like we said, if you're releasing a movie in December, don't just <laughs> you know just don't do it. Um, there's always January, yeah. but like the end of January, <laughs> like way at the end of January, because this, um, you know, Marvel, Marvel had its time to shine with, mm-hmm. you know, Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. The yeah. Hobbit had its time to shine this year, this holiday season. It's all going to be about uh, Star Wars. And yeah. I heard that they're not even going to be releasing any more trailers. That's it. That's it. That's it. They released their final trailer two months before the movie even comes out, a month and a half before it comes out. I don't, they don't need to. They don't need to. They don't need, they to. don't need to. They could have told me. I could have heard about word of mouth. Yeah. They could have told me. I could have heard it at like, Seafood hey, City. Man, like, Star Wars coming hey, out? guess what? There's going to be a new Star Wars. <laughs> and I would have went and see it. I wouldn't even have cared. I wouldn't even have cared. I, who, if Jar, even if Jar Jar Binks was in it, I would still watch it. I would still. I don't care. I don't care. So, oh, yeah, that, that's... I, I heard about it, and I was like, that's, that's a lot of tickets. That's a lot of t-. There's like, Fanda- there's Fandango and AMC, all the movie, you know, place where you can buy tickets online, we're selling yeah. them, and most of them crashed. Holy shit. Most of them crashed because it was just, there was just too much, too many people online. It was like when, I, it was like when people try and buy, um, Roots tickets. Yeah, when two people, <laughs> oh, that's like a that. good one. Like yeah, I like that one. When they try to buy Crown Roots tickets to shows at House of Blues, we sell out. Um, no, when they um, like Comic Con. Oh yeah, you yeah, know you right. have to get you have to yeah, like everyone. You have to have the fastest internet and the fastest <laughs> refresh button. Never click. Oh, got it. Click, click. And if you didn't do it right, you're you're SOL. You're just gonna have to see it the next weekend. Sorry, but yeah. everybody's gonna be talking about it by then. So what, oh. we're gonna, what we're hoping to do here at the podcast is see it as close to the release date as we can mm-hmm. so that we can kind of talk about it. But that might backfire because if we talk about it and then everybody else hasn't seen it, I wouldn't want to do any spoilers. But we'll, True. we'll think about that later. We might, we, might do, we might have some special episodes coming up because when we were talking about Star Wars on Wednesday, after we finished the podcast, a couple of us sat around and talked about Star Wars for like, an hour and a half. <laughs> we got real nerdy on it for a second. I don't know what happened, but it was cool. It was fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, what else happened? Oh, Ballast Point. 
the um, the brewery here in San Diego. They're where going public. It? Need the Sculpin. Is it on Mir? The one on where's it located? Mir? Is it Mir? No. Oh, I don't know. Wherever they sell it at Ralph's. Oh, <laughs> oh sweet. That's where I buy it at Ralph's. <laughs> nice. But they're going public. So if you like if you like that grapefruit Sculpin because it's I do. delicious. I do. And stuff is good. Um, you might be able to own some of the company, own part of it. Yeah? Yeah. And then um, if I buy it, then make sure everybody buys a lot of beer <laughs> so then make me some money because that would be great. I'd appreciate yeah. that a lot. <laughs> and so would my bills because they'd get paid. <laughs> <laughs> On time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, well, not to go back to the dreary subject, but the Chargers announced yesterday that they're filing for relocation yeah. in January. I heard about that. Um, but the Raiders and the Rams are as well. So it's kind of, <laughs> right now, I don't, I don't even think they really have a, a plan or a, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't even know if the Chargers are going to get it. Today they played like they were about to move. I can tell you that. <laughs> and they, they played like they were like, well, this is our last game in this city. Who cares? No one's going to care anyway. But, yeah, they're filing for relocation. Um, I, I don't know. They, they said something. Fabiani, I think he's on the, the um, city council or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he, whatever. Um, said that 25% of season ticket holders are in L.A. County. Yeah. So they were, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, but you know there's 25%. 25%. Yeah. Well, what, what about, about the, the other 75 <laughs> No, I'm not the best in maths. His math's not good. My, my math's not good. <laughs> Three and four equals purple. But I don't understand why you would abandon 75%. Yeah. Just for, you know, we want a new stadium here. I'm sure we'll pay for a new stadium here. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, we can do that. That's something that we can do. And if the ch- team stayed here, we'd be willing to do that. But it's all about the money. Oh. Sad. But anyway. Anyway. Forget that mess. I don't want to talk about them right now. I need at least until Wednesday to clear my head. (laughs) I'm glad. But see, the good thing is I have good friends that are Raider fans that haven't texted me or messaged me about talking mess. (laughs) I'm sure you're going to get some. Oh, I'm sure. But hopefully after this podcast, they'll understand. (laughs) It was all good fun. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Please don't be mad at me. (laughs) Don't be mad at me. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so, all right, so one of the things that we wanted to get into today um, for sure is, you know, we, both of us are in Crown Roots, mm-hmm. the reggae band Crown Roots, and right now we are actually in the process of getting ready to prepare, preparing to record our second album, our second full-length album. Full-length album. Um, the songs are written, yep. you know, we're, you know, we're in the process of getting them to the point where it's we like the arrangements and things like that the music of it the musicality Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. um but one of the things that is hard for us to do because we are a smaller band is studio time i don't you know for those out there that know how much studio time costs it is not cheap nope you know studio um recording in a professional studio is great and they offer you amenities that you might not have personally, especially if you're an up-and-coming musician or, you know, you have a, you have a life to pay for, you know, yeah. kids and a mortgage and yeah, bills exactly. like everybody else does. 
I know I do. Um, so one of the options that we have as recording artists um, is recording at home. Um, now, I know me personally, um, the stuff with the podcast, you know, I quote unquote produce that or engineer it. I take it home. Everything's recorded on my computer and I work on levels and do this and do that. Um, but Boogs also, way in the beginning, um, before we were Crown Roots, mm -hmm. um, when they were almost Islanders. Yeah, when we recorded our first um, EP album, I, I produced that album, pretty, yeah, by myself. And I was just learning the whole, the whole process was a whole learning process. Uh, produced it and engineered it and, too. And engineered, yeah. 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 And quote unquote mastered it. <laughs> I, I really didn't, but. <laughs> hey, it sounds good to me. No, no, no. Let's not make any mistakes. Actually, actually, I actually started listening to the, um, to the, to the old tracks and then I started tinkering with them again. Oh, really? Yeah, so I, you know, I put it back in, into the garage band and then. You know, I started using some of the, um, like the, they're not really mastering tools, but, you know, some of the preset, like, compression things and everything. Mm -hmm. And I got it to sound a whole lot better. Oh, really? Yeah, a whole lot better. I was like, damn, I should have just done that back then. But <laughs> well, that was a I long think, time ago. Yeah, that was a long time. I think yeah. part of the, um, part, one of the good things about doing it at home, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons each way. Obviously, if we had the, time and the money to record in a studio, I think that would be, I think all of us in the band would be like, yeah, oh, of course, let's do this. Of course. Because it's... But we don't got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, don't have, we don't have time and we damn sure don't have any money. Yeah. Um, if you would like to send any donations, <laughs> please send them to crownrootsmusic at gmail.com. Thank it's a tax write-off. Yes, <laughs> tax write-off. You are helping struggling artists. Yeah. Um, it's a donation to your local... Friendly neighborhood reggae band. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's pros. You know, the pros. If we would, if we could, if we had time and money, we would do it in a recording studio, professional mm -hmm. recording studio, with the proper um, like sound isolation, acoustic treatments, acoustic treatments, and, and all that fancy all stuff. All that jazz. Yeah. Um, but we we're that's not where we're at right now. But that's not to say that recording at a home is bad. Not at all. I think, for me personally, one of the things that I like to, when, like being able to do when we're recording at home is take the time to think about things. Mm -hmm. um, working at a studio, from what I understand, is, unless you're a multi-platinum selling artist, mm -hmm. you know, we're not Rihanna. No. We're not Beyonce. No. We can't sit in the studio and write songs. Yeah. You know, we... We, if we were to go there, we'd have to have our stuff on point, yeah. ready to go. You have to come ready. Yeah, you have to come ready. The good thing about recording at home, and when I'm saying we're recording our album at home, that means I'm recording at my house, and, yeah. <laughs> and Boogs is recording it at his house. Yep. Um, we have the time here to sit and workshop things, think about things. Not saying that we're coming unprepared, but we're sitting here and we're, we're working on a song, and there's a vocal part that just is not sounding right or it doesn't fit in. We can sit here, you know, put everything on pause for a second and go, hmm, what does that sound like? Maybe we can change this up. We can try a couple of things. So yep. I know personally, our first album we recorded at Villa Vibe Studios. Yep. Uh, shout out shout to outs. Joan and Liz. Um, that was a home studio. Mm -hmm. um, 
And we did a lot of that. And we would sit down and say, okay, this verse is a good verse, but it sounds too much like the first one. Mm-hmm. Let's, what's the little flair we can do here, do there, to make it sound different enough, you know, to make it unique. Yeah. So I, I like that. Yeah. You know, that the ability to do that and go back and say, mm, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can... I think I can change that. Yeah, like um, it was funny. Like going going in, you know, we pretty much had our good idea of what we wanted to do. Like right. We, you know, the structure of the songs and stuff. But the end result was always different. Always. Oh, yeah. Always oh, yeah. different. There's I can I can pretty much say that every every song except maybe one, maybe Invincible, was the only one that didn't change. Invin- well, yeah. But yeah, Invincible. Invincible was not written by us. Yeah, let's let's true. put that on the table. <laughs> yeah. That was written by um, Aaron Nakamura. Aaron Nakamura, of, uh, Ukulele Underground. Yes, and he 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 gifted us with gifted us with that song. Um, so thank thank you thank Aaron. you for that. It's an amazing song. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the only one that didn't get altered a little bit. That kind of stayed. The only thing that changed for the most part was the uh, background vocals. The background vocals. Yeah. But Which the main uh, song structure. Joe helped out uh, yeah. tremendously. Tremendously, yes. So he, Joe did all the um, pretty much vocal arrangement yeah. you know, for that first album. Yeah. You know, and it was, you know, it, it took, us, took us to a different level vocally, definitely. Yes. And it also, being an a aspiring, quote unquote, aspiring producer myself, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that would like to do this, you know, for not just a hobby, mm-hmm. but you know, professionally, it was an eye opener and I learned a lot. Yeah. So that was, you know, and, you know, I've heard about going to school, mm-hmm. you know, to be sound engineer and things like that. Yes, you can learn the technical, but most of it is coming from experience. You just mm-hmm. got to get in there and do it. Oh, yeah. You know, of course. It, it'll come, you know, but yeah. experience, especially with music, I feel experience trumps you know, structured learning. Oh, we can know. go on, on, on yeah. and on about that. <laughs> we can go forever. Talk about structured learning. I'd... Okay, so when I got into, started playing um, music, I started playing piano first. Okay. And I'd go to like, you know, my mom's friend's house, they have a piano, right. and start messing around with it. And then... Um... I'm open a beer real quick, so it's going to be more <laughs> So, <laughs> so, um, so my mom's like, oh, you like to play piano? I was like, yeah. So she bought us a piano. Um, so we started messing around with that. And then she's like, oh, let me get you a, a piano teacher. I was like, oh, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, piano teacher came, started teaching me songs. I was like, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to learn, like, all this cool stuff, like, fur lease and stuff or, right. you know, some gnarly stuff. No, it was more like Mary Had a Little Lambs and stuff, <laughs> you know. Trying. But that's the cool song, though. <laughs> You can't Shit. go to school and be like, guess what I learned in so, this. <laughs> Those songs don't get the ladies, bro. No, it I mean, we... <laughs> I don't play sure? piano, girl. I can oh. play piano, girl. Do, 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 do. Listen, listen to the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> so, you know, but he, was, he was teaching me the structure, you know, right. um, the notes and everything, you know, hand position, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is... Uh-uh. I, I can't. My my mind is like, I need to be at this level already. Okay. So, you know, I just had that in me, you know? Right, right, right. So, uh, I think after like three 
three sessions. Um, oh, the kicker was, he was like, oh, you need to learn this because we're going to have a, a recital soon. Mm. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> recital? Playing this crap? No. 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 I'm good. <laughs> so I told my mom, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so that was it. And then I just learned, on, pretty much learned by myself. Oh, Arvin, my brother, mm-hmm. helped me a lot too. Because we he was learning at the same time. At the same time. Learning, so. Did he go farther than you um, in the lessons? Or? Well, the thing is, with Arvin, when, he's, when he was, um, uh, had um, lessons, quote-unquote lessons, they weren't really like, you know, the structure-wise or anything. It was more like, here, I'm going to play this song. Your turn. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to teach you how to play this song. No, you know, I don't think he, my brother had, oh, no, he did learn how to play notes. Mm. I don't know. He'll correct me later. But Arvin, Arvin to me seems more of a um, of a structured learner. He as is as opposed to he is you, which seems is kind of like okay, what does it sound like? Yeah, let me play that. Yeah, or, you know he he's very into well, he he understands like the music theory. Oh, okay. I, I, I get it, but I'm I don't dive as much as in into it as much as he does, and yeah. know know as much as he does. I know a couple of people like that. Yeah, that are more of just like. He's technical. Yeah, yeah, that are very technical. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that are just like, this is, this is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I can play it, and it might not be exactly what that yeah, is. Exactly. But it's right and key. It, and then, exactly. That's exactly it. Right key. Right key. Right key. Oh, and we want to definitely say thank you to Erwin for continuing piano lessons. <laughs> he is an amazing, <laughs> He's amazing. pianist. Um, I said pianist. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. It's Monday morning. Get it together. It's too early for that. Yeah. It's too early for that. Um, but yeah, now I, I lost even where we were at. Oh, so, um, so yeah, learning, learning from Joe, who has had extensive knowledge of recording on his own, mm-hmm. you know, up until that point, if I remember correctly, he hadn't worked exclusively in a studio setting. Most of his stuff was, quote-unquote, um. home production. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't know. Um, but he had, you know, a vast amount of knowledge oh, yeah. about things. And Speaking of that, he was actually the one who introduced me into um, music production. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, how did it happen? Oh, this is a long time, because we were in a church choir before. Okay. Oh, shit, I keep hitting my microphone. Get it together. I know. Um, and he, um, he showed me his uh, little uh, recording thingy wasn't even a computer. It was a, you know that fucking real to real? No, 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 not a real to real. <laughs> it was it was digital. Okay. But it was all on this um, like a board. Oh, okay. And okay, I got yeah, you. it was it was pretty. It was a Tascam, mm. and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. He <laughs> had this like uh, he had this condenser mic. I was like, oh snap, what is this? It picks up everything. Yeah. It can hear my thoughts. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So it's um, you know, learning it this way. I'm sure might be a little bit more difficult, you know, a little <laughs> bit more time consuming. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I I really got in I've really gotten into the producing, quote unquote producing side, recording and everything, um, since we recorded our first album. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when I've kinda honed in on, okay, maybe this is something that I would want to do. Because, you know, even working into the late nights, that's another bonus about doing it at recording at home. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff um, where I'll be laying down, you know, I'll finish my day, mm-hmm. shut off the computer, 
you know, the TV's off, and I'll lay there in bed thinking, like, oh, okay, maybe I can do this and do this and do this. And then I, all of a sudden, I get a burst of inspiration. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to go and record that before, <laughs> before I lay down. So I'll turn it, everything's back on, you know. Yeah. My, light, yeah. my room is, again, you know, every, all the lights are on, the speakers are on, everything is plugged in, ready to go. And I think that's one of the, that's another pro of recording at home is, yeah. You know, when inspiration hits, you don't have to sit there and exactly. like, let me see if I can find a recording engineer at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> if he is, it's going to be expensive. You, know, we can, you can kind of work at, your, work at your pace. Yeah. Whether that be fast or slow. Yeah. You know, it's... It's a, it's a lot of time, man. I remember when, when I did the, the first, the AP album for Almost Islanders. Um, I was, no, I wasn't working at the time. I just got done with um, school. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't working. And that's all I did, like morning till night oh, really? and and if i wasn't home i was like outside i would go to like best buy or something and you know I, i'd have it on my phone right and i'd plug it into their speakers just to just to <laughs> just to see, just what, it mon- like. yeah, just oh, to see yeah. what it sounds like on different systems yeah to make sure it's like okay well if it sounds like this on this i probably have to bump up to oh, yeah. the highs or so you were or... you were basically sending out your 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 modeling your sounds off of going out in public and going hmm. yeah I wonder what it sounds like on this stereo. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what it sounds like. Because I can only, you know, I'll go from my computer to my, well, my monitors to my computer speakers to my car. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, I used to go to like the Apple store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it it was cool because I would just, you know, like at Best Buy, I'll just plug it in. I'll I'll play it. I'll play it loud. Right. You know, get get attention. Try to get attention. You know, see a reaction of people Mm -hmm. and the song and stuff. I used to do that when we had a when we had a website with Almost Islanders. And I used to go to Best Buy and change all the, <laughs> yeah. the computers. Yeah. Just change it to our website on all of them. <laughs> yeah. So you'd, go and you'd be like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. Why yeah. is there six computers that are on almost either side? Because <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I used to do. I, everywhere. Anywhere yeah. that had a computer yep. that had internet. Apple Store. All the laptops. Yep. All the laptops. Staples, Office Depot, Best Buy, all those places. Oh, um, lots of times, I, and I put, I uh, fold it, put them down. <laughs> so when they open it, oh, oh, wow. oh what's this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, being able to record any at any time is is great. Mm-hmm. I like I like that ability to just kind of when inspiration hits to get things done. Mm-hmm. And there, and now another thing is time. You can you can work on different schedules. You know. Right now in the band, there's seven members. Mm, there's yeah. seven members in the band that we all have our professional lives outside of this band. Mm-hmm. You know, we all we work, you know, full time jobs and you know families and kids and all the rest of that stuff. So we're we have the ability to, if if I can record because I play rhythm guitar, if I have a weeknight that's free, mm-hmm. I can sit here and record all the rhythm guitar parts, all the rhythms for the songs. And that way I can send them out to everyone in the band, you know, the little scratch tracks, when we call them, and send them out to the band and they can listen to it and they can play along at their house or yeah. come with, have ideas and things like that. So yeah, the next time that we meet for either rehearsal or say Alfred who plays the bass can come in and say, oh, you know what, I have next Thursday free. Let's do some bass tracks. Mm-hmm. Cool. He already knows ahead of time, this is what the rhythm sounds like. Right. I have these ideas for this right. and that. So that's another thing that's cool is we can kind of piece 
we can kind of piece things together without actually having to be together. Yeah, without <laughs> actually being able, you know, having to be together. Yeah. Because, you know, right now, the song Milk and Honey, uh-huh. you know, one of the songs that's up on, coming up on the, actually, if you listen to last, on the Wednesday podcast, it was the song at the very end that we played at the end of the podcast on a little outro. Oh. Just a little snippet, <laughs> just a little, just get a little bit. <laughs> you know, taste. What's it taste like? <laughs> it tastes like, it tastes delicious. It tastes like milk and honey. Um, that's one of the first songs that we're actually probably going to complete all the way. Yeah. You know, with all yeah. the parts, you know, we've, we've thought about vocal harmonies and background vocals and things we can do with the lead vocals and bass and drums and keys and leads and all the rest of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now there's a, there's a version out there, not to the public, <laughs> between <laughs> us and the band that is probably about 65% done. Which is cool because, you know, now that we've listened to it for probably about the last three weeks, I'd say, somewhere around there. Yeah, about three weeks. Three weeks. When we do come in to record it, it's like bang, 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 we're done. Yep. You know, and then we'll send it out to, uh, um, we send it out to get mastered. Because mm-hmm. mastering, ugh, that's a whole nother, yeah. that's a whole nother animal. Um, yeah. Being able to record so- sounds. Let's, I mean, let's break it down to the, to, the, to the bare minimum. Being able to record sounds is... It's easy. It's easy, <laughs> but even that can be messed up. That can mess up <laughs> on down the line. Because if you yeah. get... If, if you, you record it wrong. If you record it wrong. If, the, our first podcast. Yeah. It was, you know, like I said, we all, you're going to get better. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> I've gotten feedback from friends and family that said the first one, it was good. It was funny. I liked it. Sounded kind of rough. <laughs> Sounded kind of rough. And I was like, no, I understand. You know, it's yeah. a learning process. Yeah. But that's one of the things that. Um, that's why I, went to, I don't know if it was the next day I ordered, ordered new microphones. Oh, yeah. Ordered new microphones. <laughs> oh, real quick. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm, I got to fix this. And I remember I woke up, I woke up that next, the day after you ordered them, you'd sent me the, the text message. Yeah, I got these. I was like, mm, bet. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It sounds a lot, it's going to sound a lot better. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, when I listened to the second one, oh, night and day. Yeah. I loved it. But, um, you know, that's one of the things that if you were recording in a pro studio, a regular studio, the engineers, the sound engineers and the they have, that's what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. They know what to get the distances and they know mm-hmm. the volume levels and they know the inputs because that's the stuff that they're working with 24-7, yeah. you know, for a living. When you're recording at home, especially like us, you know, amateurs getting started, it, it, there's a lot of trial and error, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. Even, even I've been working, I work in Logic Pro. Uh-huh. Logic Pro 10, that's, that's the one I, I started with GarageBand, you know, just like all us yeah. Mac users. I'm still there. The Boog still uses it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, <laughs> a, great, wrong it's, with a, it. Great, it's a great product. It's yeah. a great product. And, you and get, it's free. Yeah, and it's free. You can't beat free. Um, and there's so much going on here that by the time that I feel comfortable, like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Something new is going to come out and be like, damn, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I got to learn all over again. Yeah. Um, but I feel I'm, I use it every day for something, for every day for something. And the, 
you know, that's, that's the good thing about recording at home is you have control over what you're doing. Exactly. You have complete and total control. Now, I'm not a micromanager. Some might call me a micromanager. <laughs> but I like to know what's going on with the things that are mine. <laughs> I don't like people touching. No. <laughs> um, but that's, an, that's one of the cons about recording at home. Yeah. Is I know, for me, I'm a tinker. Uh-huh. And you said it earlier with the first Almost Islanders album. Yeah, yeah is you tinker. Yeah. And I remember Joe saying the exact same thing when we were recording that album, is you'll sit there and listen to him and be like, yeah, let me change this. Yeah. And change this a little bit. Yep. And, but since I changed that, okay, now I have to change this a little bit. Yep. And I'll sit there for, I'll sit there for hours, and I'm like, mm, that snare doesn't sound right. I don't, I don't like how it, I don't know the, there's too much string noise yeah. from when I'm switching, key, you know, switching chords on the guitar. Yeah. Ugh. And, you know, I think that's one of the good things, one of the good things about recording in a pro studio and one of the bad things about recording at home is if I'm yeah. sitting there at the computer, if we, were, if we were to have a recording session with the band and everybody's there and we record a song, I was like, cool, mm-hmm. the, the, it recorded clear, came through clear. If, if we got all that part out of the way, recorded clear, the vocals were clear, mm-hmm. the levels are where they're at, I'll still sit there for two or three hours and like, let me see if I can change this a little bit. Let me see if I can change this a little bit. Yeah. And that could be the death of you because you'll sit there and end up tinkering forever. Yeah. And there's, there's things, um, there's things that you'll never feel is right. Oh, of course. And, and I know for me, what's the solution to that? Ah, we'll re-record it. And then you'll, the album will just sit in limbo forever. Yeah. It's sit in limbo forever. There's still things on the first album. And, you know, not saying anything bad about anybody, but there's things that I hear mm-hmm. sonically that I'm like, oh, I wish we would have done that just a little bit different right. or things just a little yeah. bit different. I love our first album. Oh, heck our yeah. first full length album. I yes. should, you know, they, they had you guys had the EP before. Um, I love it. And I love the way it sounds. And it's a it's a testament to our hard work and Joe's hard work. Yes. Um, but there's still things that I hear and I'm like. <laughs> it bothers me just a little yeah. bit, but I have to let it go because yeah. if not, because if if I had our way, we'd still be, we'd <laughs> we would still be. Oh, we're messing. still in the process of yeah, recording this album. Yeah, it's the mixing stage. The mixing stage. <laughs> the 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 good the easy part, the quote unquote easy part, is the recording stage. I like that part. That's where it's creative. That you know, that's one of my favorite parts of it. Is that's when we get to be creative. And work on things. and It's fun. Yeah, and it's fun. fun. You know, there's, you know, not to sound too bro, bro, but (laughs) we get to hang out with, you know, we get to hang out with people that we enjoy being around, and we get to make music. We should make like an outtakes album. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) If we, oh. (laughs) You you wouldn't have believed how many times it'd be like, hit the stop button. Nope, do it again. Nope, do it again. (laughs) Or we're sitting in there, and you're like, okay. What's my note? What's my note? Yeah. And then you get in there to sing, and the song starts. You go, ah. mm, that's not my note. That's not my note. Come back. Do it again. Rewind. Rewind. So if we had an outtakes album, that would, yeah. oh, that would be great. Yeah. But, fun. So, but I know, you know, minus the tinkering, um, recording at home, there's distractions. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> one of the things, 
one of the things that we did at Joe's and one of the things that he would do is we'd come in, we'd sit down for a session, and the first thing he would do is turn off the internet. He would turn off the Wi-Fi on his computer because there would be times where I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, yeah, let me see how many people went to the website today. <laughs> click, click, click. Oh, man, I got a notification for an event on Facebook. Let me go to Facebook real quick and let me check. How did I get on DJ Quick's page? It hasn't even been out in years. How did I get over here? It's the YouTube effect. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube. You go down that rabbit hole, man, and you're there forever. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, what? How what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> Your alarm goes off for work to, to wake up. What? How did I even get here? I don't even know. Ooh, suggested video. <laughs> yeah, suggested, ooh, suggested video. Ooh, recommended ooh. for me? Ooh. For me? Oh, thank you. How did they know? How did they know? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure there's, there's people sitting on YouTube at YouTube headquarters like, man, this dude hasn't done shit in six hours. <laughs> He's been on YouTube for six hours. I work here and I'm not even on YouTube for six hours. So yeah, you, I mean, I, I, tend to get, I tend to get caught up in things. You know, my mind, my mind will hit something. Oh, I want, for instance, when we were recording our drums, mm -hmm. for me, because we play reggae, majority of the time, yeah. drum and bass are, that's oh, my yeah. home. I yeah. live there. Yeah. I live there. I, you know, I check in there every day. And um, Sublime, the Sublime album has really, really good snare sounds. I like the way the snare sounds on their albums. Mm -hmm. So I'm mixing, okay, let me see if I can, oh, let me get a reference. Let me... Let me see what their snare sounds like. See if I can get yeah, mine close yeah, to that. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool song. What other songs do they have where the snare sounds good? I don't know. Let me click. <laughs> How did I get on Wayfair.com? Why am I buying a couch? I don't even know why I'm here. But all of a sudden, my Amazon wish list has 20 things on it. And... I'm check. I'm logging into my PayPal. I'm like, how much money do I have in here? Maybe I can. Can I put it on layaway? Let me see if they have it at Best Buy. Can I buy it now? Forrest is my representative at Sweetwater.com. Do you think, you think he'll help me up? I don't know. Let me see if I can get a credit card. I shouldn't get a credit card. What's my credit score? Let me check my credit score. Now, which one is better? Is it CreditKarma.com? I think CreditKarma.com. Oh, CreditKarma.com says I missed a car payment. I didn't miss a car payment. Let me go to CarMax. The website and see how many payments I'm behind. I'm not behind. I just paid that. I'm pretty sure I paid that. Oh, look, a new car. Maybe I can afford a new car. I think I can afford a new car. Let me see what cars I have out there. But you know what? If I go through my bank, my bank has a website that they sell cars through. Let me go to my bank's website and then I'll go to that other website and then you're buying a puppy. So I don't, I mean, the internet is a dangerous, dangerous thing. There's so many things you can learn on it, but it's a very, very dangerous Ooh, thing. A puppy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Piece of candy pretty much what it is um and one of the other things it, believe it or not is people yeah people you know people. most all of us don't live alone yeah you know yeah. and you're you're sitting there for a long time you know your wife your girlfriend your family member says hey can you help me out with this yeah, yeah i'm in the middle okay <laughs> and then you'll go up and help yeah. him get something off the top shelf or erwin help get him something <laughs> off the bottom shelf <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Erwin, give me a boost Erwin, give me a boost, get out on your hands and knees let me stand on your back he's strong, he's a strong little man um, you, lose, you can lose your train of thought 
Easily. You know, not not that it's a bad thing. You, you know, you're there. You, yeah. They're part of your world. You're part of theirs. You know, you yeah. have to help out. But sometimes when you're in that you're in that mode of mixing or recording or mm-hmm. mastering or thinking about songs, that outside influence yeah. hits you, and you're just like, okay. And then you come back. Even f- it doesn't even have to be a long period of time. No, you can come back five minutes later and be like, damn, what was I doing? Yeah. I don't remember where I was at, you know, and then it'll always come up, you know, it might be, you might be at work two days later and you go, I know what I was doing. (laughs) And that's why if you know, if you know who I am in my notes on my phone, I have 7,000 different little categories of notes of things I've written down. Cause if Mm -hmm. I don't write it down, I'm gonna forget it. Mm -hmm. I got, I got, he got a note. I had a notebook. Pad. I got a notebook for this podcast <laughs> because there's things I want to speak about. There's things that mean something to me in my heart. And if I don't write them down, I'm gonna forget. Yeah. I'm gonna make myself cry right now. I better stop doing that. It's called acting. Um, I act. I act. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I. I mean, but I have never recorded in a professional studio before. Um, I don't want to say hopefully one day it will happen because I'm going to make it happen. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I have to... Um, somebody once told me the things that you want to happen are going to happen because you make them happen. Exactly. It's about your, you know, it's about your mindset. It's exactly. about the way that you believe things are going to happen. So mm-hmm. it's going to happen one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but it's going to happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um but until that point, I don't see anything wrong with recording at home. Yeah. No, hell it's no, you know with the the way technology is now with the computers and it's so easy. things that we have now. Well, not easy, but it's so convenient. It's I'm sure it's twenty times easier than it was even ten years ago. And I'm sure the stuff. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll go back a little bit further. A little bit, little bit further. Not Fifteen, twenty. <laughs> you should have seen the look he gave me. Like, oh, <laughs> ten years ago. What are you talking oh. about? I keep after after um, Macintosh came out with the iMacs and you that's know, true. came out with uh, GarageBand. Then it was okay. Then it was then it was these. I'm it's 2015 now. I'm still thinking 10 years ago was like the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, no uh, shit, I'm, really. I'm 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 with you, man. My my time is thrown off. The other day I was thinking about my my younger brother. He's <clears throat> six years younger than I am, and I was like, man, he's still a baby. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, I'm 32. Damn, he's 26. Ooh, that man, he's not as young as I thought he was. But yeah, so oh, speaking of my younger brother, big up to my younger brother. He uh, got a new job. Oh hey, so he's he's doing big things up there, man. Nice. I'm proud of you, proud of you, little man. Nice. He's not really little. He's bigger than me. He's taller than me. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna call him little man forever. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> he just texted me. Oh, let's read his text out loud. <laughs> you suck. No. <laughs> he's coming down for Thanksgiving week. I'm excited. He's come, him and his wife are coming down oh, that's awesome. um, for Thanksgiving week. We're going to a basketball game. No. We're going to play some basketball. <laughs> We're going to watch some basketball. Basketball. We like that fast. I got a basketball, Jones. Um, so, yeah, um, he's actually going to come to one of our rehearsals. So nice. it should be pretty cool. I'd, he's seen us Get do the, the acoustic stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, I, wanted to, I asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast. But, you know, my brother's cool. Nice. I think I'm cool, but my brother, he got all the cool points. It's like me and my brother. Yeah. Arvin's cool, but 
That's why your mom calls you Pokey, huh? Yeah. She's, you're the cool one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, had to, um, I asked my brother, I was like, yeah, maybe you can. I wanted him to come to our show. Uh-huh. Dun, 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 dun. We have another show oh, coming that's up. It. That's right. November 27th. November 27th. Winston's an OB. Black Friday. Black Friday. But it's at night, so yeah. whatever. It's going to be black outside. Yeah. No okay. racial. Um, November 27th, Winston's an OB. We're playing with AOK. Yep. We'll share the stage again with our brothers from AOK. So mark it on your calendars. Mm-hmm. Um, do what you need to do. Make sure the kids get a babysitter. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have kids, uh, make sure you're there. It's a Friday. You know you don't have to work on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And if you do work on Saturday, you can be a little bit late. It's Saturday. <laughs> Unless you're working at the taco shop. Because in the morning, I want to make sure that I get my burrito, my <laughs> breakfast burrito after a show. That's the best thing it's, it's ever. Mandatory. <laughs> There's something about a bean and cheese burrito at 7 a.m. in the morning with a horchata, hands down. <laughs> that or a steak, egg, potato, and bacon burrito. <laughs> it's delicious. I love it. I love it. I don't it. know about seven in the morning. That's that's my sleepy sleepy time. No, well, I I'll wake up like around noonish. No noonish. One, maybe two. <laughs> that's my thing. It's still delicious then, though. If y'all didn't know, I, I work at night. I oh work, yeah, he's, I work he's a, he's a six night. Six p.m. to six thirty a.m. Three days a week. No, saving lives. That's right. Cashing checks. Yeah, right. <laughs> saving lives, <laughs> cash check, saving lives, and getting donations from. <laughs> <laughs> Getting blood squirting on me and shit. Oh. It's, too, it's Monday morning. It's Monday morning. We can't talk about that. Sorry. It's Monday morning. Um, but if anybody would like to donate food to the band, yes. Because uh, we like food. We do. Um, specifically, I, I even wrote a list for this because yeah. <laughs> we, have to have, we have to make sure that we have our list of food that is special to us. We like hot, spicy pork rinds. <laughs> Yes. I love those. Please sponsor us. Please, please sponsor us. Um, uh, Nes, Nes, was it Nesquik? Strawberry, strawberry, strawberry milk. Strawberry milk. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, Costco sells the really big things of orange tang. I will take one of those. If you feel, if you're at Costco and you're like, do I have to go down this drink aisle? Oh, yes. Bolo from Crown Roots really likes tang. I should yeah. get him some tang. Yeah. Um, Slim Jims. Oh, if you, are oh. at, if you are at a show, if you are at 7-Eleven or AMPM, Ampum, <laughs> if you are at King's Liquor, if you are at a smoke shop, wherever you are at, and you see Slim Jims, make sure you bring them to our show. Yeah. We love some Slim Jims. One each, please. Yes. At least. The monster ones. Or yeah. you can get the little ones. Oh. If you get the little ones, that's cool, too. <laughs> I mean, I won't turn them down. I'll just eat a lot of them. Um, 7-Eleven hot dogs. Yes. Now I know if Alfred was here. Now, okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Alfred as well. <laughs> so um, let's rewind. Seven <laughs> Eleven hot dogs, Alfred. Yeah, man, those are delicious. See, even Alfred likes Seven <laughs> Eleven hot dogs. They're delicious. I don't think there's, you know, no hate. We don't want to send hate anywhere. No. But I think those are the best hot dogs. I, I dare somebody to tell me a different hot dog that's better. I can't. I, can't, I don't. I can't. I, I can't think of any. And if somebody comes and says Wiener Schnitzel, 
I don't think we can be friends. No. I, don't, no. I think we'll be on timeout for a little bit. As plain as they are, right? those things are freaking delicious. I like the spicy bite. That's just a spicy, spicy bite. bite. I haven't had one of those in a long that's time. That's what actually <laughs> our last show with uh, AOK and Jordan T. Remember? We went oh, to yeah, it. that's right. We did. We when went. we played at the music box with Jordan T and AOK, we were hungry. We had to get there really early for sound check. And we got all our s- stuff set up. And we had, what, like three hours? Yeah, we had just about. Stage. At least three hours. Something like that. Um, so we were like, all right, let's go walk down the street and see if we can get something to eat. Where did we end up? 7-Eleven. First we uh, checked out, was like a pizza place. Oh, yeah. It's kind of bougie. Oh, it was super bougie. <laughs> the, the menu was outside. I was like, mm-mm. They're like, would you like some artisan eggplant pizza with <laughs> Boca Raton cheese? And I don't even know what was on it. But like, no, it, no, I just wanted a piece of pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Really greasy, um, but we weren't close enough downtown to downtown to get that that bomb ass pizza spot that's downtown. Oh yeah, heard about um, but yeah, Seven Eleven hot dogs. Yeah, quarter pound big bite. Thank you. Yeah. And um, last but not least, McDonald's sweet tea. <laughs> now, there's some people that call me crazy. Um, there's some people that just don't understand. But if you get a large McDonald's sweet tea, and you put one, two, three, four, five, five. Five creamers. Five coffee creamers in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark! <laughs> it's so delicious. So delicious. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, so good. One, I say my favorite thing in the world for a lot of things. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> but, but it is. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So next time, you know, when you um, go to McDonald's, remember Bolo and Bugs, mm-hmm. and say... Oh, can I get a large uh, sweet tea with five creamers in it? <laughs> and I've pretty much been to every McDonald's in San Diego County, so they've at least heard it one time. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're like that really fat dude that comes over here and gets all that sweet tea with crab creamer in it. We stopped serving we stopped serving coffee a long time ago, but he keeps asking for creamer. Mm. Oh my goodness! I love it. I'm thinking I'm gonna get one right before I go home. I should. You should. I think I think I might. Actually, you you, sh- you shouldn't get me one of those because I'm I'm trying to. Trying to decrease the carb intake. Oh. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing it for, it's been about three, three weeks already. How's that going? Very good. The headache stop? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was the hardest part for me. I was like, yeah, I'm going to cut back on the carbs. But that bread, though. That bread is delicious. After a certain point, you're just like, eh, he don't mind anymore. I, can't, I don't think I can do without cereal, though. Uh, yeah. Cereal is hey, hard Don't get me wrong. Do. It's hard, man. There's, dude, there's so many things I, I want to eat, like... Fries, mm. potatoes, any right? They're delicious, man. It's fucking. I think, carbs. but I think in America now there's carbs in the air. I mean, you mean if you <laughs> it's, it's, if you breathe like, if you drive past too many fast food restaurants, <laughs> if you drive past too many fast food restaurants, you might get some carbs in the air. <laughs> what is that? They just made new fries. <laughs> <laughs> you just driving. I just see you doing donuts in the Krispy Kreme parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that sign to light up so I get a free donut. <laughs> I want, I want some donuts, baby. <laughs> yeah, donut, donut. I, I don't know if I can get rid of donuts. No. Donuts are, donuts are no, my, my I spot. I to my girlfriend about donuts. She's all about that. Oh, my goodness. And it has to be, it has to be a donut shop that has pink boxes. <laughs> now, if you don't understand what I mean. <laughs> the pink box. The pink box donuts. Yeah. It can't be Winchell's. It can't be Yum Yum. <laughs> yeah. It has to be somewhere with a pink box. Yeah. There's a place over by Southwestern College. Um, it's next to Starbucks. I think it's just called Donuts. I mean, and 
And with that name, you can't lose. You know what you're going to get. You don't walk up and go, I wonder what they have in there. It just, it's, don't, it's donuts. You just get guy, donuts. He just points at the sign. Yeah. Donuts. Oh, what do you guys have? Did you not read the sign outside? It just says donuts. You dum-dum. But yes, those, those are the best places to get donuts. Yeah. Is anywhere that if you get a dozen donuts, it comes in a pink box. So yeah. that's a little, that's a tip from your neighborhood fat man. Pig box donuts for life. I, I'm a big fan of uh, barbecue. Like, um, not, not, not that freaking, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but Phil's barbecue, <laughs> thumbs down, dude. Oh, my God. Y'all got y'all to gotta get out. And you just go. gave me goosebumps right now y'all. talking about barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what time is it? <laughs> Real talk. I think I'm going to swing seven, by. Play at 7.30. Oh, shit. Is it 7.30? Is it? it sure is. Oh, mm. nice. I might have to swing my heavening today. Yet. Might be barbecue time. <laughs> if anyone likes barbecue in the area, if you like live in like Paradise Hills, Chula Vista, there's a place called Little Alex's Barbecue on yeah, Bonita buddy. Road. Yes. Across the street from um, Jack in the Box. Yes, sir. Um, delicious. So delicious. Delicious. And um, I also go to uh, Cali Comfort. In mm. the Spring Valley. Cali Comfort's good. Yeah. Um, I've never been there before. I heard, gotta go, bro. I heard the place is mackin'. Gotta go. Is it good? Yeah. Woo. They got this, they got this, uh, like a, it's like a sample platter mm-hmm. thing. It has pretty much everything. Tell, tell, is my favorite on there, though? What? What's my favorite? What's your favorite? It's that brisket, though. Oh, yeah. It has, got that smoke it has a brisket, a tri-tip, everything. Everything. It's, yeah, and it's mm. huge. And it's mm. like 40 bucks. And 40, 50, yeah, 40 bucks. And it fed... At least four people. Okay, so yeah. I could eat like one. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's, no, that's, that's four little Filipino people. I'm, I'm a big black dude, so um, <laughs> it might be I might get one sampler. Oh, for the party? Not for me. It's for me. Uh, shout out to little Alex's Coop, uh, Cali Comfort, and Coops. I heard about Coops. I never Coops. been there. Coops never is, been there. Oh, Coops is macking. Oh yeah. man, Coops is uh, Coops is a place that my my family, I'm half black and half white. My family's from the South. South. Yeah. South. S-O-U-F. South. <laughs> my, my dad's side of the family's from North Carolina. My aunt is a caterer. Um, and a lot of the barbecue out here, if I can nerd out about barbecue a little bit, a lot of the barbecue west of the Mississippi mm. that we're used to is yeah. sweet. Sweet yeah. barbecue. Um, the barbecue sauces. Molasses, yeah. usually molasses based, um, really sweet, and that's good for a little bit. But I can only eat so much of that. Uh-huh. Eastern, east of that is, is vinegar based. Oh, really? So it's a it's a tangier, yeah. it's a tangier. Um, These more like dry rubs. Oh yeah, dry rubs and things nice. like that. Oh, it's good stuff. Nice. That's what Coops reminds me of. Okay. Oh dude, man, you want to talk about meat sweats, girl? <laughs> girl, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, My dude. blood pressure is going up now. Thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I like well, like the barbecue. I like like if I'm gonna eat ribs, like pork ribs. I like the one that falls off the bone. That's why I like uh, little Alex's so much because like you just pick up the bone and the meat just goes. Yeah, it just yeah. falls right off. I like that. It's good stuff. It's not like like feels barbecue. You're like, uh-huh. <laughs> like you're eating corn, man. <laughs> I think I've been to Phil's like two or three times yeah. in my entire life. Yeah, I've been. About and three I can't. Times. I mean, again. No hate. It's just not my no. cup of tea. Yeah, it's not my thing. And it's I don't like waiting in line. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like waiting for an hour and a half yeah. for 
fast food barbecue. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, not not going to do it. Not, not going to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, now that everyone has an understanding of what we like to eat, yeah. make sure you bring us. You can take yeah. me there. Yeah. We'll go eat. Yeah. You come out with us on Wednesday. You come to our rehearsal. Oh, yeah. And we'll go eat. Yeah. Hook it up. Hook it up. Yeah. So We used to do, like, well, when we used to um, rehearse at Arvin's house. And then, you know, we had people over, just hang out, watch us and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Rush. Yeah, Rush, you know, shout out to Rush. She would make us cookies and stuff. <laughs> yep. My Rush and Rosie, hurt. come yeah. and hang out. Yeah, oh, good times. Man, those good times. Good times. I miss those days. Yeah. I think that's when I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> All that extracurricular food. <laughs> good curricular. stuff, man. <laughs> too much. Too much good stuff. Um, so, yeah. A um, couple things. Um um, our brothers in music, uh, Common Kings, hey. they had a new EP come out this last week. Um, it's got some fire on it. Yeah. It's got some good stuff on there. Haven't heard um, it. It's good stuff, man. You got to listen to it. And then my boys, Fat Freddy's Drop. Oh, yeah. Their album came out this week, too. Oh, man. That's one of, the things, one of the things for me personally about listening to music. Um, singles are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like listening to... You know, the the quote unquote hit songs and things like that. But I like albums. I like things from I like starting from the beginning, listening all the way to the end, put yep. together a complete yep. thing because it feels like to me they put thought into the whole thing mm-hmm. and not just okay, let's see what I can draw them in with, and then I'll just throw these extra filler yeah. kind of things in there. Um, those are the good albums. Those are the good those albums. Good. So that's why today. I had the thought of, okay, if I had, if I was stuck on a desert island, okay, let's not be a nerd about this, okay, Let, let's get this out of the way first. Yes, I said, what three albums? I didn't say it was on an iPod or a tape <laughs> or a record, a CD, a compact disc. <laughs> yes, you'll have battery forever. Just three albums. Yeah. Okay, three albums that you would think that you would want to bring with you onto a desert island. Mm-hmm. So I put that question out of there. A couple people responded. I know what my answers are, but I think I want to let Boogs answer first because All right. he didn't know I was going to say that. So boom, yeah. you get to oh, go first. <laughs> so album number one, Jesse and the Rippers. Oh. <laughs> number two, Zach Attack. Just <laughs> kidding. I wish you could see my face right now because I was like... <laughs> I'm, it's a good album too. I'm trying to be friends a Christian. forever. Bro. I'm trying to be a Christian today. Friends forever. Friends forever. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> no, my top three. Um, Bob Marley, Legends album. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now I have to say because you said that album, that was one of mine as well. Yeah, I, think, I don't think. I don't think, any, dude, that's got to be it. It has to be. It has to be. I think. I think even if even if you're not a a huge reggae fan. Yeah. You yeah. have to understand the, you know, yes, it's a quote-unquote greatest hits album, but each of those songs means something. Yeah. If you know the meaning behind those songs, yeah. you can look at it and be like, man, he's, this is a, he put together a great one. Yeah. This one right here is a great one. Yeah. Uh, second one, and, and these are not in like, you know, particular order. These are three, three albums. Right. Um, I actually thought about this pretty hard. Um, so to get a different variety... You don't want to listen to the same shit the whole time you're there. Um, no doubt. Mm. Tragic Kingdom. Wow. 
Yeah. I remember that came out. What was it? What was the lead track? Spiderwebs? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I bought that at a Navy Exchange wow. CD. Yeah. Okay. That was like. Was that your first album that you've ever bought? That you ever bought? Uh, you know what? I think it was. Wow. I think it was like on CD. On CD. On CD. Yeah. You know what my first CD was? Uh. <laughs> I think it was MC Hammer. It was whatever the album with too legit to quit on it. <laughs> I think that was the first actual CD I bought. Damn. <laughs> it was, I don't know. Was that Hammer Don't Hurt Him? I can't remember uh, what album that was. No. Wait. I don't know. That was the first I, album that I ever bought was MC Hammer. Too Legit to Quit. Too Legit to Quit because that was too legit. I think that was around, oh, man. No, it might have been the Can't Touch This. I don't, no, no, I don't think it was Can't Touch This. It was newer. It was like the left. Oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't even Please, know. Hammer, don't hurt him. It was, oh, okay. Please, yeah. Hammer, don't hurt him. I'm telling you, that was, I think that was the first one that I bought. Wow. Like old school MC Hammer when rap was like, I didn't know what I was talking about, <laughs> but this song. Can't touch this. No, oh, I'm oh, telling man. you. We don't have clearances for music, so <laughs> I can only play you just a little bit. Uh. Can't touch this. You can't touch this. I'm telling you, that was. Music hit me so hard, make you say, oh my lord. Okay. <laughs> That was <laughs> so, sorry. I, I tripped down memory lane. Got down. Real I remember I bought it from Target. Oh. And remember, CDs used to come out with that big, long rectangle, like cardboard thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was for, but I remember that was the first actual CD I bought. Yeah. It was MC Hammer. Whew. Nice. Good times. Good memories. Yeah. Yeah. Tragic Kingdom, no doubt. Yeah. Spider Man was a single yeah. on that one. Yeah, I don't know. This, that just stuck with me for some reason. Maybe because it was one of the first albums I ever bought. Uh-huh. But I, I could listen to that till this day. All, yeah. all the songs. Straight it's, through. Yeah, huh? straight through. It's good stuff. And then third one, it was a, it was a toss-up. But I think I'm going to lead more towards um, Warren G, Regulator. Man, I think he looked at my list before <laughs> I got over here. Because I had that one on there. It was either that or the Chronic. Okay, so he did look at my list. <laughs> I knew somebody hacked my phone. Somebody had hacked my phone. Because I had a list because I was writing them down today. I was thinking about it. And I was, I mean, that's one of the questions, I mean, you hear all the time. What were the three, what three albums would you mm-hmm. take with you or would you have? Or if they washed up, would you be super excited about? It? And those two, that whole, you know, growing up, being of age to actually remember music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was born in 83. But I don't remember, you know, yeah. back then, yeah. you know, things like that. So when I remember actually started listening to music, Warren G was a, that album. Yep. Oh. Yep. That, the, the whole thing, the whole thing, the skits in between, everything. Yeah, exactly. Great. Exactly. Super Soul Sis, that <sighs> wasn't even Warren G. I still know the words of that song. I still know, I can rap that whole album. Dude. Same with The Chronic. I can rap the Dude. whole album. At, you know what, next time that we do this podcast, we'll have Arvin do that reggae part from, um, oh, what's that song? Me want to be a G. <laughs> he knows the whole thing. He knows the whole thing, and he does it in that voice, too. It's hilarious. <laughs> but it's great, because that's one of those albums that's going to sit with you, and that, yep. that, that kicked off. Once Dre, once Dre left MWA, I mean, I'm sure everybody saw Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure everybody knows. You didn't go slap yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Are you not old enough to get in? You should have snuck in. 
that's the movie you sneak in to see. Yes. You know, um, as soon as he left NWA, that was, that was it. Yeah. To this day, I, until Dre dropped that new one that just came out, Compton, mm-hmm. I said I wasn't going to listen to another, any other song that Dre had on it. It was The Chronic and 2001. That was it. Those are the two albums I was going to listen to. Because I wasn't going to, there, you can't, you can't put a, a stamp on what that was for music, yeah. especially rap. Yes. You know, Absolutely. not, not hip hop, but rap. Rap. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the 90s, it was, it was the chronic and everybody was trying to catch up to what that sounded like. Yep. You know, and yep. that whole G-Funk thing. So, Dude. oh, good times. That G-Funk era. Ooh. G-Funk era. So, mine, all since right. you took all three of mine, <laughs> Legends, of course. I can do more than three. We can do more than three because yeah. we're the boss. Yes. And you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> if you want to tell me what to do, get your own podcast and you can tell me what to do. But then I won't listen to your podcast. I'm here. Um, so definitely Legend by Bob Marley. Yep. I regulate. Doggy Style was on my list too. Oh, that's Doggy a good one. Doggy Style by yeah. Snoop. That one, that's another one that. Yeah. It, he. Um, murder was the case. Murder, no, Murder was the case wasn't on that one. No, that was no, no, the no, soundtrack was, that was to that soundtrack. movie. Yeah. But uh, Lottie Dottie was on <laughs> oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lottie Dottie was on there. Um, I mean, it, that, that album is another one that can rap from beginning to end. <laughs> No, no, no skip tracks. You don't skip anything on that. No, um, no, you don't. You just, you just ride with it all the way. Someone tries to change the track. You're like, hey, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't you ever touch a black man's radio, boy. <laughs> um, now, Aquimini by Outcast. Outcast to me um, is one of those groups that I think will forever be relevant. I remember. <laughs> I bought the first album I bought of Outkast was um, AT Aliens. Ah, oh, dude. AT Aliens was a dope album. Throw your hands in the air. Now, I remember if anybody had, when people had CDs, and I'm sure my mom's gonna listen to this and be like, I didn't see it. How did I not see it? <laughs> I got a gift card for Christmas from one of my cousins for, was it, was it Tower Records that was over in, by the sports arena? Um, or was it no, was Warehouse? That? It was the Warehouse. I remember it was the Warehouse the by the Sports Arena. I think they had one over there. Where was anyway, Tower? Yeah, anyways. It was by the Sports Arena. And I had a gift card they got me for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, I get to buy music. I, had, I signed up for Columbia House. What was the other one? Columbia House and... Um, <laughs> I don't remember. When you get like <coughs> 10 CDs for a penny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get 10 CDs for a penny and then you have to pay $16 for shipping and handling yeah. for each one of them. <laughs> Ah, <coughs> uh, you got me. You got me. Yeah, I got in trouble. <laughs> I got in trouble big time for that one. Um, but I had a gift card, and I and I remember I made my mom drive out there at night. Oh wow! Mom, can we please go out there? Can we please, please, please? I want to go and get a CD. She wasn't happy about that already. <laughs> now, now, picture me at eleven, twelve, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't old. I wasn't older. I was still young. Please, mom, can we go? Please, please, please. Fine. Get in the car. My little younger brother's in the car. We drive out there. Uh, she stays in the car. Oh, okay. Go get your CD that you want. She's <laughs> already, like I said, she's already upset. This, and, and she's probably going to talk to me about this. This is how I remember it, mom. <laughs> she stays in the car. Go in and get your CD. Come back out. Hurry up. Don't mm-hmm. take a long time. Yeah. Okay. 
Now, I had seen that video, throw your hands in yeah. the air. I was like, I'm going to get in that CD. Okay, boom, boom, boom. I get it to the counter. Now, this is around the time that Dolores Tucker, I don't know if you remember Dolores Tucker, had that problem with Tupac's albums. And he'd say they were misogynistic. Oh, and yeah, yeah. So, too much violence. Right. And that's when they started putting those the, parental advisory stickers. Yeah. And they would follow the... You couldn't, you couldn't sell them to somebody that looked under 13. Exactly. Get to the counter, put it on the counter. I have a gift card. I want to buy this. And the guy goes, oh, it's parental advisory. You have to have your parent in here. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the longest walk from the counter to the car. And I remember walking to the car... And not walking to the passenger side to get in, <laughs> yeah. but walking to the driver's side and going, Mom, 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 um, they need you to come inside. Why? Because the CD is explicit lyrics and they can't sell it to a minor. What CD are you buying? <laughs> it's Outcast. It's good music, I swear. <laughs> so she had to get out of the car. Oh, damn. Go in and say, yes, I want to buy it. And I remember getting back in the car and sitting in the car, in the front seat. So she's on my left. I'm sitting in the front seat. And on the actual disc was a naked girl. <laughs> That's right. It was a naked girl on the actual, on That's the thing. That's right. And she said, I remember in the car, she was like, when we get home, we're going to listen. Because the car didn't have no CD player. <laughs> when we get home, I'm going to listen to that. And I'm going to see what they say. Mm -hmm. And I opened, and when she said that, I was opening it. And I said, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. She's going to take it from me. I'm never going to listen to Outcast again. So needless to say, she was upset. And I think she was so upset that by the time we got home, she had forgotten about it. Huh. And I, to this day, I don't think she's seen the cover. But, yeah, that was, that was a scary moment. But... <laughs> So AT Alien, that album was an amazing album. And that's another one was, I can rap yeah. from front to back, but there's something about Aquimini. Aquimini has Spodioti Dopalicious on oh, it. Ah, that's right. And that hands down is my favorite Outcast song of all time. I think Outcast, I'll say it right now, Outcast is the best hip hop rap group. Group, yeah. Ever. Yeah. To me. I agree. I, I can't I I concur. There's there's other groups that are out there that are amazing, but Outcast Andre 3000, yeah. big boy, that those... That, that duo, man, just, they freaking nailed it. Oh, man. They, they nailed they, it. They nailed it forever, forever. <laughs> you ever watch that uh, skit, uh, Key and Peele? Oh, with the <laughs> when he buys the coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's hilarious. He said, oh, big boy's sitting over there. Shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I wish that's one of those groups. That's one of those groups that I wish would get back together mm -hmm. um, and do another album together. I think the last one that they did together was a soundtrack for um, Idlewild, that movie that oh, they did, yeah. which was that was an amazing movie. That was an awesome movie too. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Um, and I think they've come together, collaborated on songs and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if they'll ever do another full album. Okay. Big Boy's out there still grinding though. Is he's, it? he's he has that, uh, another album with Fantagram. I've never listened Ooh. to their music. It's kind of electric, but they call themselves Big Grams. And he's... Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's, he's still out there grinding hard. And he's that, um, that one song he had a while back called Shutterbug. Mm -hmm. That's my cut. Yeah. Cut him. <laughs> so I think Andre's time. still acting. And, and, <laughs> yeah, but he's... I mean, he's... But I think... 
I think he kind of understood that after a certain time, what can you rap about? Mm -hmm. You haven't you haven't lived that hard of a life anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you made it big. Yeah, you know, true. there's there's only so many things that you can. You know, it's, it's like not, the struggle is di the struggle is different. Yeah, the struggle is definitely it's like different. Snoop Dogg, it's like what you rapping about? <laughs> Snoop Dogg raps about weed. That's that's what he raps about. And, and he's a, he's a reggae singer. Yeah, and now he's Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion. <laughs> boop, So, but you know, they're they're him on and, the grind, and they him and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> red light, stop light, stay where you are. <laughs> but you know song. what? It's funny because artists like Snoop, Big Boy. Mm -hmm. um, they've learned how to change with the game. Mm -hmm. They've learned how to do what, still stay true to who they are, but stay relevant. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's the hard part. Yeah. I think that's why Kanye West is so crazy. I don't know what happened with Kanye West. I was having this conversation today. I don't know what happened with Kanye West from album three to four. I don't know if Amber Rose broke his heart that bad when he came out with 808 and Heartbreaks, and then after that, he just yeah. went crazy. Um, but College Dropout was, oh, my goodness. Dude. That was such an amazing album. Yeah. And then, I don't know what happened. He, he, he went a little bit crazy. Yeah. But he married into the perfect family because they're all crazy. <laughs> they're all crazy. Um, so he's, he's right where he needs to be. Is that your father-in-law? <laughs> no, it's my mother-in-law. You have two mother-in-laws? All right, we need to stop. I don't even Sorry. want to get into it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Shut up, Arvin. <laughs> Bingo! See, that was Arvin. He said it. I don't know when he came in. He just said that real quick, and then he bounced. Um, yeah, shout out for being who you are. Yeah. Be who you are and do what you want to do. do what you if you're do. not hurting anybody else, there's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so Aquim and I definitely... Um, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Oh. There's some, that album I've learned recently in the last couple months. The reason, the way that he wrote that album mm -hmm. is his brother came back from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to that album from front to back, it's front, it's what's going on, when he first got back here to America. Right. And it's his brother's life. It's telling the story of his brother's life, addiction, Really? What's going on in the world now with racism and yeah. things like that. So if you, if you listen to that album, he's telling the story of his brother, of witnessing his brother. Right. And the story that his brother's telling him about how he left for war. Yeah. And he came back to a country that was completely different yeah. than what he left it as. Yeah. So just the storytelling in that. Wow. Is, I didn't know is that. amazing. Yeah. Oh, so, um. Like Inner City Blues, that song Inner City Blues on that album is him actually coming back and being like, there's so much going on here and there's so much happening. I don't really know what's, you know, I don't know what's going on. So it's, he's, he's an amazing, he's an amazing artist in his own right, Marvin Gaye. Oh, of course. And that, um, that album is telling a story. Yeah. So if, you know, if I have one, you know, all these albums, all these albums that we're talking about, you know, the ones that Boog said, the ones that I'm saying, formed the type of musicians that we are personally. Yep. You know, definitely. So if you go back 
and you listen to these albums mm -hmm. and then you listen to the music that we make, I'm hoping that there is, you can see where we get things from, where, yeah. how we're influenced and why yeah. we're influenced by these things. Marvin Gaye, that What's Going On album from, that's another, like I said, I want, I want albums. Yeah. Yes, I like singles, those are great. Don't get me wrong, but I want albums. I want things that, that you can tell a story. Yeah. Our first album. Yeah. Bottle Caps on the Ceiling. I don't know if people know <laughs> where we got that, the name for that I'm album is. I'm surprised we didn't touch base on that. that is, <laughs> we, well, we haven't talked about that album. Yeah. You know, we, touched, we touched it a little bit, but Bottle Caps on the Ceiling, that name came from, we used to practice at Arvin's house, at Bino's house. Yep. That's where we used to rehearse. Every, you know, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. And we'd be drinking and having a good time and hanging out. And our beer bottles, tops, yeah. you know, the tops of the beer bottles, bottle caps. We used to push them up because he has the popcorn ceiling. <laughs> yeah. We used to push them up there. And I remember the original plan was to see how many different ones we could get, you know, kind yeah. of create a quote unquote <laughs> collage, or, if you will, of, you know, our good time. It's, it was a memory of, you know, the times we had rehearsing and us mm -hmm. getting together and hanging out. It, it was fun. But then, me and Tok Tok used to say, used to say okay, let's see if we, how many pla different places we can put him yeah. to see if he wouldn't notice. Yeah. So we used to put him like in front of his bedroom, like <laughs> in his, you know, up there in the ceiling. Um, so when it came time to name our album, that, yeah. to me, that just seemed like the most fitting one because that's where a lot of the songs are written and we would play and, you know, yep. we, it kind of it came together, so... Yeah. And if you look on the on the cover, that's an actual photo of the bottle cap. Yeah, on the scene. <laughs> that's that's actually right above where I used to stand yeah. when we would rehearse. That's where I would stand, right underneath that that light right there. Yeah. So um, they're not up there anymore, unfortunately. We uh. had to take them down. <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, it started off cool. You know, see how many, but then you started putting them all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take them down. But yes, that's where the name came. But getting back to the album. The album tells a story. If you, if you look at the tracks, if you listen to the words of the songs, mm -hmm. and you listen to them from the, the beginning to the end, it tells a story. I don't want to explain the story to you yeah. because... That's cheating. That shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, <laughs> it shouldn't be coming from me. Exactly. But, you know, those people that have the album, go back and listen to it from mm -hmm. beginning to end. See if you can, see if you can tell what we're trying to do, mm -hmm. you know, the story we're trying to tell. Mm -hmm. Email us. Mm -hmm. crownrootsmusic at gmail.com tell us what you think the album means mm -hmm. you know what what you feel that we're trying to get across the story that we're trying to tell um, you know so that definitely happened um, where did I stop oh what's going on and then now I was introduced to this group probably around 6th grade 5th or 6th grade and I've never turned back since because their songwriting is two of them that did most of the songwriting, but it was simple, but it made so much sense, and that's the Beatles. Sgt. Oh, Pepper, yeah. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album is a great album. That's another one that I can listen to yeah. front to back. You don't, you don't skip any songs on that. You know, When I'm 64 is on that album. And things that he's saying on that song are simple, yep. but you're like, oh yeah, that's, 
Now, okay, we don't live in England, so <laughs> some of the references are a little bit different, yeah. you know. But it makes sense, and that that's yeah. another album that I'm like, I don't think I can go without, you know, for yeah. because that just it speaks to me, you know. Yeah. And that's, you know, I wanted, I was thinking, okay, well maybe I can do their greatest hits because Michelle My Bell is on there, or you know, and there's so many um, other songs that they have that aren't on that album, but I feel like I had to pick one of their albums. Yeah. It would have to be Sergeant. That was a hard one too, because they had one. so many yeah. albums out there. But yeah, if you have to choose an album, yeah. I think Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Heart Club Band. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. To, <clears throat> that's a good one to start with. Yeah. And oh, they're great. So we had some people send in their, their lists. Oh, yeah? um, uh, boy, JJ, he sent, one, um, he sent his list in earlier today. Joey. Uh, Joey. And he said, uh, Incubus album, uh, The Morning View album by Incubus. Incubus. Yeah, Incubus. Um, I don't know. I don't think Drive... Was Drive on that one? I don't think that... That was the Drive album that that song was on. Um, but Incubus is... They started... I think they were one of those first ones with a DJ. Like a rock band with a DJ. Really? Before, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I, could I, don't pro- know. I could be wrong. I, probably I never wrong. listened to like albums from Incubus. It's always just their... Yeah, their singles, singles and stuff like that. Whatever was on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're they're a good band. Um, and I mean, I can still listen to them to this day. Yeah, you know, they're a great band. Yeah. Um, he said Bob Marley, Legend. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like I said you it's, can't. It's hard. It's hard not to put that on there. Nope. And then his and the last one from him was uh, the NWA, Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. <sighs> nice. Now JJ is a is a touch a hair older than we are. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say how much. Probably like. Six months, you know, something like that. <laughs> he's still young and strapping. Um, but you know, for that time, before there was the chronic that we said, mm-hmm. it started with NWA, yep. and that's I mean, you know, that straight out of Compton album. Like I said, if you watch the movie, that hit people in the teeth. That was one of those albums that nobody was expecting to happen, and yeah. when it came out, they were like. I don't know how to react to this. This is something that is is foreign to me. So those are. Mm, the, oh, uh, the hell is that? It's your phone. Oh. <laughs> getting that data. Getting that data player. Um, and then my friend Abraham, he sent in for him, his wife, and his daughter. Oh, they had a conversation. Really? They had a good conversation. He said, oh, "Good with." See, bringing like families eight, together. I think there's like eight <laughs> O's in that good. Good. <laughs> conversation it's so good it's so good he had one on there that i was like oh man i didn't even think about that um the bone thugs album the east 99 eternal i was just about to say that dude i was just about to say that (laughs) the bone thug album that was they came out you know and that was again another offshoot of nwa exactly easy he started ruthless records and he signed bone thugs and creeping on the come up was their first ep that thuggish ruggish bone on mm-hmm. there, and for the love of money, mm-hmm. those two songs were amazing. You know, and it, I think I it was like six songs. I think it was only six songs, but that was good. But the East '99 album, he said, uh, he used to listen to it before football games and wrestling nice. matches when he was in high school. Nice. And I remember riding in the car with him places. Really. And we would play that album. Nice. East '99, my N words. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that word on the podcast. <laughs> Um, he also, uh, you would love this, Revolution. Oh. And they don't have a Greatest Hits album, but he's like, any of their albums is that's, their... That's true. And, their, and, and 
like I said earlier when we were talking about recording at home and finding reference tracks and things like that, they're, they're a influence to us, even though they're an active band and they're still making albums and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. When their stuff comes out, you go, man, they're, their, writing is, their writing is good and the way they record is good and their sounds are good. So. They're killing it. They're, I don't know. I, the thing is, I can't even pinpoint, like, what is it about it, like, about their music? Yeah. Because when you hear the songs, you know it's them. Right. You know? Right. And you can play, and, but, I don't know, like, their music, it sounds the same, but they are not the same. Like, right. their tracks are not the same. Yeah. They're all different, but you just know their style. Yeah, their style. Their solid yeah. style. Their yeah. song style. And, and we've, you know, we've covered their songs before. <laughs> You know, a lot of their songs, because they're good songs. Yeah. You, can't, you can't go wrong with a Revolution song. Yeah. Now, this one, I don't think anybody would have guessed this one, but when he put it on here, I was like, mm, I remember listening to that a lot. All right, and it I'm was ready. Jock Jams Volume 1. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, re oh! <laughs> I don't even, again, it's not necessarily an album by one yeah. artist because it's a whole bunch of people doing music together. Right, right. I remember listening to that all the time. Dude, I remember that. Holy crap. All the time. It had um, We Will Rock You by Queen. Uh -huh. I think I'm remembering this right. It had We Will Rock You by Queen. It also had Let Me Clear My Throat by DJ Cool. Yeah. Oh, my That's, goodness. That way, I remember listening to that song for... <laughs> and, he, and he put the reason, just to get the crowd hyped. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Even if the crowd is at a stadium or if it's two people... In a Ford Explorer, yeah. in the 98 Ford Explorer, we get hyped. It's a good album. Yeah. It's a good album. Um, now, his daughter, her suggestions were anything Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, or Demi Lovato. See? Now, that's not my cup of tea, no. but I will still take you to one of those concerts, Alexia. I will still be your chaperone <laughs> and give your parents a night out. I will go stand there and look at Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, or Demi Lovato. Thank you very much. I will take you any time you want to go. You just let me know. I will be there for I, you. I will look at them with you yeah. while you listen to them. You listen, I will look to make sure you're safe. That's the only reason, I, I'm, that's the only reason I'm there. I swear. Oh, wow. I swear to you. Um, and then Lisa, his wife, Mark Anthony. Now, her reason, and it's any album. Mm -hmm. She's like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. This this is a quote, direct quote. Okay. <laughs> from Lisi, her last name will remain a secret. Her reason, because he's Mark Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy bitch. And he's Puerto Rican because oh, she's yeah. Puerto Rican. Uh, so I gotcha, you know, gotcha. Boricua <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Uh, and then Aaliyah. AJ nice. Nothing But a Number album, when that one came out, that one was a big, you know, was she married to R. Kelly? We don't, we know. don't know. We don't know. I didn't watch the documentary on Lifetime, so I don't know what the story I is. I heard that was crap anyway. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> horrible. Supposed that I heard it was real bad. Those Lifetime movies aren't even like real like documentaries. No. They're just depictions. Yeah. And R. Kelly, I remember flipping through the channels and seeing it. I'm like, that doesn't look like R. Kelly at all. <laughs> Like, you couldn't find a black dude that's bald that looks like R. Kelly. Like, there's a thousand of them out there. I probably... I know a few, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My friend, I know somebody. My cousin is getting married to a dude that could probably look like a better R. Kelly than the dude that they had in the movie. Um, and then Otis Redding. 
that, you know, that's one of those. There are soul music that came from the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. that, will never, that will never go out of style. That's right. You know, and the, the musicians that are coming up, the Kanye Wests, the, um, the people that are making music now grew up on that music. Yep. And that's, yep. the, that's the stuff that is feeding the future. Yep. So well, I thought I'd turn the podcast off. And go, Girl, <laughs> I'm about to be mad at me. Um, you know, they, that's Marvin Gaye, Ores Redding. Yep. You know, those, those artists in that time period were, you know, were amazing. I, I wish I could add another one to my list, but James Brown. That oh, boy, man, yeah. you want to talk about on the one? Oh, funk. That we'll, you know, we'll, save, we'll save the funk conversation for another podcast because yes. I can go off on that one yeah. for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, those were, those were some of the suggestions from the people that listen to the podcast. Thank you very much for sending in your suggestions. We really, Thank really you. appreciate it. Um, we appreciate everybody that listens to us, you know, yep. us two dum-dums sitting in a room <laughs> talking to each other. Um, this is fun. You know, we enjoy it. I hope you get to know us better. And, you know, it's a cliche and people say it all the time, but, you know, this music thing creates family and friends. You know, and if you know yeah, us better yeah. and you see us at a show, you see us out in the world, mm-hmm. um, I feel like because you know where we're coming from, we can have a conversation. We can mm-hmm. start up and, you know, we can be friends and, yeah. you know, um, you have your friends, call my friends. We can be friends. <laughs> we can we be do friends. this every weekend. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just a way to get to know, know us and things like that. Man, we got to get you a boom mic, son. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you done hit that time, grip of time. time. Times are hard, man. <laughs> times is hard, man. <laughs> so, um, Oh, and then one last thing that um, came through my Twitter feed this morning, or actually it happened a couple days ago. They renamed a section of the 15 Freeway uh, in memory of Tony Gwynn. No kidding. Yeah, no, no, no BS player. Um, it is the section, hold on, I took a picture of it. I took a picture because I knew who was going to talk about it. It is a section between... Uh, Scripps Poway Parkway and Camino del Norte. Oh, wow. It's a three-mile stretch because he lived in Poway. Yeah. I yeah. was like, why did they put it there and not by the stadium? It's because he <laughs> lived up in Poway. But they renamed, you know, they uh, recently passed Tony Gwynn. Um, they renamed that section of freeway for him. So it's Tony nice. Gwynn Memorial Freeway for that three miles. So nice. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, Tony Gwynn being the, um, you know, being the San Diego, mm-hmm. Mr. San Mr. Diego, San Diego. Mm-hmm. you know, he's Mr. Padre, yep. you know, he went to college at San Diego State, played for the Padres, and then went back to coach at San Diego State, yeah. you know, I mean, he's, you know, he was yeah. here since yeah. after he left high school, he's been here, and he stayed, so, yeah. you know, that was, you hear that, Chargers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can we, can you stay here so we can name a section after Junior Seau, can you guys stop being stupid, Jeez. please, please, for me, God. jackasses, yeah, Deserve a section of freeway. I'm telling you. You get like a curb. <laughs> so a curb in downtown. <laughs> but not even in the gas, not in a popular flight. No. Like where the homeless sleep. You know, in there. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Make me so upset. I remember when I was, uh, I think I was in first grade, and then um, in school they had like this little, I don't know what it was, but we can like buy something for whatever. It was okay. like a fundraiser. I don't remember. But I remember the, the only thing I bought was a, 
it was like a life size poster. Tony Gwynn, like a door poster. Oh really? Yeah. That's the only thing I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, man. He's 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 the he's the city of San Diego for yep. sports. He's you know, he's the he's the torchbearer of what we can call San Diego sports. So yep. you know that, that I thought that was really cool, you know, of the city to do and yeah, that's you cool. know, that that'll be you know, and that shows I, I hope it shows his family what he meant to us oh, as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he'll he'll always be ingrained in our memory. Of course. Um, so yeah, that's the podcast for this Sweet. week. I hope you enjoyed us talking. You know, I think we talked for a lot longer than I thought we were going to, uh, which is cool. Uh, we're at like an hour and a half. No kidding. Yeah, man. Oh, damn. Yeah. So awesome. thank you for listening. I appreciate thank it very much. Um, Halloween yeah. is next weekend. Yeah. So what we're doing... We're going to have another podcast on Wednesday. It'll be a little quick hitter. Yes. But we're going to talk about all things scary. Um, if you know a little bit about me, I don't like scary things. <laughs> I'm 6'1". I'm a big dude. I'm real scared of stuff. Real scared. So um, if you guys want to send in um, your scary stories, um, the horror movies, that, the scary movies that scared you. Yeah. Like I said, I have my list of things that put me list. off to scary movies forever. I got my list. Yeah. So um, send those in, uh, crownrootsmusic at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, send those to us, or you can contact us on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and send those, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about it on Wednesday. Wednesday will probably be our Halloween podcast because we got a couple of things that we yep. want to talk about there. Um, but again, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. I uh, love you guys. Talk to you there. This is Bolo. This is Bugs. Yeah. Take me back to the land of milk and honey. Hey, what's up? This is Bugs. And this is Bolo. We want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast again and remind them that if you guys want to know what's going on with our band Crown Roots, make sure you go to www.crownrootsofficial.com for all our latest shows, news, and information. And if you have any comments or questions about the podcast, you can hit us up on crownrootsmusic at gmail.com. And remember, that's Roots with a Z. With a Z. Don't forget that. Peace Peace out.